Welcome to the Cannabis Street Podcast with myself, Howard Parks. Me, Samwise Ganja. And me, Jack. Lucky Jack? Use Lucky your full Jack. name. Lucky Jack, sorry guys, Lucky yeah. Jack. So welcome to our new guest. Who's your old friend? Old friend, old team. comrade. Kicking around in the cupboard for some time, we thought we'd just get him out. Lingering in the darkness. <laughs> waiting, waiting for an excuse to get up in the morning. Yeah, so sorry there's been a bit of a hiatus. Uh, I've had a few health issues and uh, Howard is, uh, well, he's had a child. Yeah, indeed. It's been a busy period for us all. So that's why we've brought Jack on board as well, just to help us with the workload and keep things moving because me and Sam have been tied up with a lot of stuff for the past few months. And I am I am no wealth of knowledge on everything cannabis related, but I am uh, exceptionally interested, have... Um, consumed in all manners uh, since easily 14. I can remember smoking. 14, you think you started smoking at 14? I can remember, I can remember the five pounds English sterling I took across <laughs> a uh, my local um, playing ground, uh, playground park field um, to the uh, local dealer. Um, the local dealer. Yeah, to purchase yeah. Uh, five pounds worth of solid that in retrospect now was probably drenched in, in, in some sort of diesel. Um, <laughs> or with some sort of repress, yeah, yeah from Spain. Um, <laughs> but loved it. Yeah. Loved Who encouraged you to go across the park? Best pal, my best, best pal, pal, Alan. Had yeah. he smoked before? Yeah. Or was it both your first right times? No, he's he'd been smoking from his brothers. Brothers being a lot older than him, um, they'd introduced him to it. I then met Alan, and then I got introduced to it. The whole gateway scenario, um, but very into much the park, very or? much the case. Um, no, the <laughs> gateway into the into, into the, the drug black world. market. You mean the black yeah. market? The drug, yes. the, I guess the drug world as, as a complete uh, under an umbrella, yeah. but it, 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 certainly uh, cannabis in, in, in its in its infancy for me. Yeah, definitely. Spotty teenager, drug world. Oh, fully just got the munchies, and then we'd just have competitions. What did you do? Roll it up with like tobacco joints, or did you do bucket bongs, or bucket bongs, tobacco? That was joints. always the way when we was young, but bucket. Bongs and shotties was all over. Where was this in the world, Jack? Where this would have been in the in the uh, vicinity of Hampshire. Vicinity of Hampshire. Yeah. yeah so yeah. maybe Kent. Po- possibly <laughs> near. Um, it's just a stone's throw. Yeah. yeah. Was, it, was it easy for you to get hold of it back then in the school like, when you was that young as well? Was it a big thing in the school? We was a lot of people smoking? Yeah, we would have. There was certainly three or four dealers in in our year. Same as me. Yeah. Um, which. He's quite terrifying when you think what your year is, is 14. 14, yeah. 14. Yeah, well, yeah. it's just, you know, I grew up in London. And as, an, as a parent now, I find that quite a shocking thought. But then, yeah. actually, the reality, uh, it's, you know, it isn't that shocking. And especially for the individuals that probably had the older brothers, family members, or whoever. Um, whereas nowadays, you've got this whole county lines gig going yeah. on where dealers are specifically targeting children to push yeah. on their drugs for them. Very different from when I was totally. young. I don't know about you. Oh, totally. um, it was much more relaxed. Um, the people I'm guessing that we had that were selling like hash when I was in school and all that. I'm guessing they were just getting it off their bigger brothers, you know, and they were getting maybe like half an ounce at a time yeah. off their brother, and they were selling it in literally like one pound fifty deals. Except so everyone with their lunch money could go and buy a joint, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> a joint and a Freddo. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Pound fifty, you get a joint. Yeah, just wrapped in Rizla, you know, a little. So we didn't even need to buy a Rizla as well because the joint was wrapped in the Rizla already. A bit of hash, you know, you just unrolled it, crumbled the hash in, and smoked it. 
Simples, mate, simples. Then into design technology class. Yes, and have a brilliant afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sir, he set fire to his eyebrows. Classic. (laughs) um, So how how is your life involved with cannabis now? Do you still consume the cannabis? Is it it a thing of the past or is it something you still partake with? Still, for me, uh, a a regular occurrence, um, be it consumed um, edibles or or smoked, um, vaped. Um, I'd certainly the latter being something I've only just come vaping. across vaping yeah. um, and vaping in a way that doesn't absolutely kill your lungs um, or that has been mixed and created in the, in the correct when you say uh, vaping are we talking like the e-cigs or e-cigs. the actual ones where you shove the buds in and all that stuff e-cigs, e-cigs. yeah e-cigs. e-cigs so I guess there's a lot of assumptions it's there. quite the a modern thing now anyway e-cigs isn't it coming in like, well I guess it's been around for a year or so for I think us people are more familiar with e-cigs yeah. and then that makes the transition for some people True. who are buying those cartridges you True. know if you're familiar already with e-cigarettes then that little you know those little cartridges that are preloaded. Yeah, that isn't uncomfortable to use. It's not, a, you know, I think also they're they're possibly appealing to people that um, wouldn't usually smoke flower yeah. flowers, for example, buds. You know, that's certainly the case. I'd, I'm not often in an environment where a, a a joint in the traditional sense is an appropriate thing to have wafting around. But the e-cig, the e-cig is a revolution in 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 being able to be in a slightly more public environment yeah Yeah. i think discretion is key if you're a cannabis user right certainly you need to be mindful um unfortunately still this archaic view on it but granted you know you open a can of beer in a public place not everyone within a 50 foot radius is going that stinks yeah. um unfortunately so that's kind of where easy's coming they're a bit a bit more stealthy aren't they and they're a bit kind of they're easier to smoke i guess in public so again the worries for me is that it opens it up for children where we only had a little lump of ash that we could smoke and we'd have to go and roll a joint or something. Now, if kids can get hold of these e-cigs, things like that would be yeah, dangerous. Yeah, you could, you know. You know it's I, very true. It was, that's it's a really good point. mad market, isn't I it? I think it was a mission sometimes just to smoke yeah. in secret away from Oh, my God. Some weekends when we were determined, determined to go and get ourselves an eighth between us and there's four of us all, all weekend I, sometimes. I just mean we'd the process of weed. smoking. Yeah. 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 If you couldn't vape, you could, yeah. as a young person, you can do that all day long in your bedroom it's not going to smell true, later true. You do it all doesn't the time all the clothes. time all the time yeah. it doesn't cling on you in the same way don't so need to have ciggies and all that as well it gives you're you the ability to create that secret behaviour that's yeah. really not good to attach yeah, to drugs very and, and you're also in possession of by definition a class A mm. in which the severity forget, yeah. to which the severity well, is because it's a concentrate exactly it's been right. processed um, well, fortunately I, d- I don't think I'd have to look that, that up and check it but let me have a I don't think um, anyone's. Uh, I, I, I've not heard of any cases where people have been no, of co- charged with. It, would, uh, it was more so the connotation of. of mm. I, I agree that, that it does make it more um, appealing to children or easier. But, then, yeah. uh, but you know, I, I, one of the obvious massive things I'm sure a lot of people are already thinking, listening to this conversation, is what about the you know the apparent health risks and damage to people's lungs that has has been quite prominent in the media in the past six months year or the when there are constant cases that are very um, concentrated in areas where they've got a, a pack of e-cigs or whatever in there it's adulterated with yeah. vitamin e acetate and i've read similar articles and, and and i just think it 
you know, it, it's very easy to process and package those cartridges and give them a fake branding so that it, you know, it has some. I was just basis chatting to um, a friend of ours earlier on today, and he's got a friend that goes out regularly to America, and he was saying that they literally go to a warehouse now. And there's a vat of the the extract, and then there's the cartridges on the floor, and you can pick your brand, and you can pick your package, and you can pick the cartridge, you know, you can pick the measurements. The but the extract is always the same, exactly the same, the same vat. Exactly the same thing. And who knows what the source of that What's is? The quality you know? They don't digress. Exactly. There's no yeah. quality control. There's nothing like that, of course. Mm. And again, and then you ship those around the country, you send them out of the country That's potentially. Yeah. You negate like the responsibility you know, by shipping them out of the country. Sometimes well, I think it's, it's, you know, personally, I think it's much safer to say if you're aware of where the flowers are being grown and then you know that they've been looked after, that it doesn't have pesticides, mold, etc., just to use the flower and then process it if needs be. Ideally, not with solvents, oh, yeah. but I, th I yeah. think it's a safer way to do it. I, I, I think most people would agree. I, something I've certainly found with my profession being in, in the media world was that a lot of the adults that used to smoke flowers, they've lost the contacts. They also have got themselves in a right old paranoid state about having the flower, even though you know we, we appreciate that you've got an eighth in your pocket, it's probably just going to get confiscated, but them now as middle-aged parents with all the responsibilities they feel they have... Does they that seem factor into your mind when you're carrying, if you've got a small amount of personal... Me personally, no, because I think we've... Myself, I've been around it so long now that I'm slightly more nonchalant towards Desensitised? Yeah, well. desensitised, <laughs> yeah, the whole, the whole shebang. But... For a lot of parent adults, other adults, working professionals alike, they don't want the flower, they don't want the smell. So the, the convenience of the vape um, seems to be very appealing. Um, I don't think a lot of them are aware of the, the possibility of the Class A classification because it's being processed. I think that's something we can confirm at um, a later date. Like I said, I'm... That, yeah. I'm no wealth of knowledge. I just browse yeah. the articles. I think it's speculative. Yeah. I'm sure we could do some research. And there's, yeah, there's definitely. I, I'm sure there's the odd Plus. person in the UK that has been charged with uh, cannabis extracts as a concentrate because it's further processed and so yeah. on. However, I if you're stopped with a cartridge and they are smart enough to figure out what it is, I'd sooner rather have a vape cartridge in my pocket than yeah. I would a, an eighth of weed. I would say it's more plausible I could talk my way out of explaining that that's just um, a, a devil juice cartridge oh, yeah. from down Absolutely. the road. Absolutely. I mean, I took a damp pen into a boxing match in Wembley and, uh, you know, put it through the yeah. electric missions, you know, go through security scanners and all of that. And I've no one knows. On a, I mean, I've flown many, many countries e around the world with e-cig cartridges um, in my personal luggage and has never been an issue. I would not apply the same notion to doing it with actual flour. Yeah. Certainly some of the countries I've been to, well, you wouldn't want to be caught with either, but I would say <laughs> flour is going to be a, it's quite a lot more difficult to explain. Um, I'd like to see it develop into not using the pegs and the, 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 um, the is it peg and your... The PG and the VG. The PG and your VG yeah. being derivatives of 
the crude oil process in in some form. Yeah, um, apparently they're safe to consume. They're, they are food grade. grade. Yeah, apparently. But again, <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, Asphimane K is an edible carcinogen, but we all know that it's yeah. massively bad for you. Or you apply the same notion to sodium nitrate in pork as a preservative. You know, I'm digressing there, but um, yeah, very true though. Yeah, you. I, I think. You've got a lovely clean product in the cannabis. Why would you add these bastardize it? it with yeah. it? Um, yeah, yeah. So I think there's different methods to extracting the cannabis these days. Early on, well, like when we say early on, maybe a year ago or something like that, it was more shatters melted down with the liquids to enable them to be vaporized. But these days, we can do extractions with carbon dioxide and stuff like that, where they're you don't need to add VG anymore or PG because it's such a liquid state of the THC that you can put it straight into the pen and vape it. Yeah, you can do that with CO2 distillate. Yeah, so CO2, theory, CO2 distillate, distillate straight is in. Absolutely pure. And yeah, and it goes straight into the e-cig. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not in the position yeah, to, to know molecular tests on the CBD. Exactly. Yeah. I can say all day long it's yeah. CO2 extracted. It's questionable, and, isn't it? You know, from what you're here explaining about your friends going to the US. Yeah. You know, oh, totally. I would very unscrupulous. Personally, I wouldn't touch an e-cig pen. And even when we went to America, I didn't touch them out there. Did but you not? I have smoked them previously, and no. I would only touch it if it was made by a friend of ours or someone that I know right. that can guarantee the quality so of the make stuff. make your own e-cig Because pens, even American ones, ones, I don't trust them. Yeah, yeah. So the king pens? I mean, because they're yeah. not cheap. I've taken tokes on the king well, pens and all those, the brass I, knuckles I, I and all, all that. But yeah, yeah I wouldn't packaging. buy one and smoke one for myself. And especially they... Personally, for me, I just like to smoke a joint if I want to get high and get stoned. The joint is the perfect answer to every question with regard to that. Yeah. And then that, although maybe on a train, but I, I can wait till I get off the train. And it's environment that this becomes. Yeah. Yeah. Really utilised. Yeah. Is, is when again, your environment yeah. denotes you. And can't your profession, for example, you. I, I work in different circles to you. You know, yeah. I can sit in my office all day and go out and smoke a zoo if I want to. But yeah. you're on a job. You've got clients. Blah, 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 yeah. Then the pen might work better. Yeah. I'm, I'm not admitting that I would <laughs> that I would have a little puff on the pen whilst at work. That that would that but would not be happening. Knowing you personally, you smoke flowers. Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. yeah what do. have you been smoking recently? Um, of recent, now I'm a big advocate for uh, the weaker of the <laughs> the, 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 the strains. Um, the, the the star dogs. Um, Pronounced wrong, no doubt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like the American um, twag on uh, that. Actually, every it was, time I get it, it's pretty accurate. Literally, puts me on my ass, and I, I just dribble down myself, um, and I, I find no inspiration to do anything. So for me, it's it's having, it's it's a privilege to be able to smoke it, um, have the sure. the money, the time, all of it to to be blazing. So thus, I feel it needs to bring me something. And the right weed um, of recent, um, there's a, an old Jack Harris strain. Um, I found that hugely inspirational once smoked. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't were settling down. I was doing more. Tasks yeah, I was doing more. I found myself more creative. I think there's definitely strains that work for certain people and other people maybe mm. differently yeah. or that you find potential that it helps your character or something like that because I definitely find the same as you with the star dog and all that but equally I have strains that I love that other people yeah. don't seem to find the same as me you know yeah 
Yeah. I remember last year, Howard and I were talking, uh, I think it was about this time last year, and we were both saying we're really fatigued and really yeah. very tired all the time. And I was almost worried that I, I had some sort of, yeah, it was fucking yeah. stuff. Like both of us were talking yeah. about it, and it was like, oh, well, we've just been smoking Stardog all day, non stop, no mm. other strains. I was literally convinced so yeah, that I had fatigued. sleeping problems. I yeah, <laughs> I thought I had a sleep problem. I really yeah. started to. Yeah. But I think myself and Nick actually had a day of, of, yeah, of quite hard graft, certainly physical labour uh, and as per normal on those days uh, get there get cracking and then maybe have a morning spliff <laughs> that morning spliff did he killed us didn't it yeah I was a dribbling yeah. wreck I was walking around with a, a lawnmower that, that yeah. 20 minutes previously felt very light <laughs> and all <laughs> of a sudden do I couldn't push it <laughs> Uh, I remember just sitting by the lake looking at you like, I really just can't do anything more. Let's have another joint. Absolutely spent. Oh my God, it was exhausting. It was exhausting. And then um, I also find that there's strains that would do the total opposite, you know. So do you remember there was uh, the hazy ones, uh, the sugar punch and that sort of stuff? I liked the sugar punch. That was yeah. really, it was potent but very uplifting. Yeah. It was good. It was and good. I, I often find myself like I can't go to bed and rest at night time because no, my head's wrong like... for weed to smoke. Yeah, 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 definitely. That very sativary. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it also depends the time of day and what you've got to do with, with regard to that day. So the weed you could almost smoke, you know. Mm. So you're you you're quite uh, sensitive to it more so than maybe Howard and I, who would, um, you know, probably just fight on smoking strong. Uh, yeah, I, I guess until Howard's situation with Bubba being born, you're not yet in that boat. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you do, it changed Definitely. my perspective because I didn't want to stop smoking. Yeah, and my I'm privileged enough with my work that I'll I'll do a period of a stint of a week. It might be two weeks, however long, and then often I'll take a week, two weeks off throughout the year. I'll continue that throughout a month. So I have a lot of time to sit around. I'm not. I don't want to be sat around stoned. I want to get on with stuff, but I still want to be high uh so it's picking contradiction there um it's, it, it <laughs> yeah. was picking a strain that ticked those boxes um but also within that is i, I didn't want to settle for less I, I don't expect to open my bag and go oh yes that smells all right yeah like I, I still want to be blown away yeah. but yeah. i just don't need it to have a 26 percent tac content well. um i want my cbd up um two percent would be nice or above um the Hera strain certainly seems to uh, come close to that from the information I've, I've found online on it. Do you think if there was a way, like a company, that you could send a small amount of your weed off to and they could send it... It's called Eurofins. That actually already exists, does it? Yes. You can send off a little bit of your cannabis and you they will let you know if it's got pesticides, they'll let you know if you it's would got... You would need... A, it's, it's basically... So Eurofins are predominantly a nutritional analyst the more information you wish to receive, right. the more you'll pay. Sure. Is it how, how, how much are we talking? Uh, if you specifically wanted pesticides, and this would be worth going on their website to find this out, this would explain it far more concisely than I would, um, is if it's going to be pesticides relevant, then they'll, they'll subcategorize that as certain tests because they may not run it for a centrifuge, for example. They might have something else that dyes, a series of dyes that can 
detect sure, those I'm pesticides. I'm just thinking of if the average user had the ability to, you know, take 0.23 of their ounce and that they've bought and send it off just to check. You're, you're talking like a gram. It's just what you need to send oh, in. Sure, sure, but whatever you're sending in, you know, For, yeah, how much is it going to cost me beyond what I'm already, you know, losing, I suppose, by sending in? I just like the idea that, you know, your average Joe can afford or is has the ability to do that. I feel yeah. that would that would, you know, as far as legalization goes, you know, it's only gonna push the positive aspects and cut out the negative aspects of the black market where people are coating their cannabis in God knows whatever pesticides. Yeah. You know, we've got the cartels in California just shipping all of their weed here mm. because they can get a decent price and no one will touch with the barge pole in California because they know it's all with the yeah. The really horrible, super dangerous pesticides that they don't even allow inside the US, yeah. and people are tracking over the border and yeah. so on. You know, that's all coming here. That's what people are buying. They're not going to send us the good weed, are they? So I just feel if your average Joe had the ability to, what's in this? I'd like to know its various cannabinoids. I'd like to know the strength, as you're saying, that's interesting to you. But also, from my perspective, I'd really like to know what the fuck is in it. If it's got bad shit in it, yeah. don't bloody it's want probably more it. so you want to know the bad, what bad shit's in it, isn't it? Because on, on the assumption there's a THC level and some sort of CBD level, and it's it's been grown correctly, it'll be a, it'll be a smoke that will get someone stoned might not hit your tolerance but it's going to get someone stoned so the chemical side of it knowing what is in it but i going back to kind of the accessible for the man on the street the that eurofins analysis because of the cost i don't know if it is necessarily mm-hmm. achievable sure. um have you got any idea of like have you actually looked into it yourself? Is this why you've got some... Into the Eurofins? Yeah. The Eurofins was where I sent um, the duckweed. Uh, this is a whole other <laughs> story. <laughs> well, let's, 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 let's go into let's the not, duckweed. Let's not no, digress no, no. into the duckweed. I think we do go into the duckweed. <laughs> I don't want to tell everyone my juicy secrets, to be honest. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why would you let the world Giving know? Giving Samwise <laughs> a cheeky wink. Yeah. Maybe as that transpires to... Uh, change the world. We could discuss that, but right now it's well, it's a, very yeah. much that's it stays point, in though. the ponds. Are you keeping that to yourself? A little bit, really. Um, I mean, right. to be honest, it's, it is all out there. Um, the information around duckweed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look it up. The mystery builds. Uh, they were who I contacted for the analysis on the the duckweed, and also who a friend <laughs> Tom had sent in. Not declaring, granted, he hadn't declared that his sample was a sample of cannabis. He, he, <laughs> you fill in the relevant form that of the test that you wish to have carried out, i.e., terpene analysis. Or um, it costs more the more things you get. The more you have for, tested, yeah, yeah exactly. And You'd it, it like will to test pesticides, molds, wouldn't you? Everything. Well, man. and exactly, it's surely they're the main things that matter. Yeah. If you know that weed, it's not got molds and pesticides yeah. in. And you're looking at it, and it smells all right. And equally, it's a bit I'd like crispy. to know the terpenes and all that as well. On the side, extra THC, Definitely. CBD breakdown, man, it'd be insane. Yeah, it? Um, I like the idea of getting like um, litmus paper yeah. and having something. There is a THC in the test like that. I looked so at I on could eBay. put a smaller bit of my weed in like a solution, yeah. and then I would dip the litmus in. And you know, sure, it would only go a certain colour yeah. if the S- individual negatives say. showed up you know it'd be uh, it's tested positive or negative and positive is for bad things i suppose and yeah, you true. know you at the very I least it might not itemize it or break it down but you would get 
you would know, oh, this is probably something I, d- I don't want to burn and inhale. Yeah, t- t- certainly, yeah. Because that's it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and, and there's also the pesticides that someone's very lovingly, sorry, not pesticides, your, chemi- your nutrients, maybe pesticides to control frip or some, some sort of ailment within the plant, but has done it very honestly in, tr- in trying to preserve their grow yeah. and then hasn't done the flush correctly. Yeah, that's it. Y- well, all right, they're not necessarily knowingly like, s- say, some of the gangs that are pushing bud that maybe is, oh not, God, is yeah. not suitable. Um, uh, but from the home grower's perspective, if they haven't rinsed it properly and flushed it out, we're still getting a, a compromised product. Yeah, so exactly. I guess if there was a, a test... Um, yeah, I wonder. Um, we'll have a we'll have a look. Well, in hopefully in weeks to come, if we uh, maybe have some intention to have um, an authoritarian from a from the health side of things on, yeah. possibly is is they may be able to cast some light on on that notion. Um, but tests that they could carry out um, the home, you know, at home, yeah. or ones you could buy online. Because I bet there is. If you thought Absolutely. about, it, you could test for yeah. individual things probably on your at home. You know, you could do it like uh, taste a little bit and see if there's like sugars on the outside or anything yeah. like that. When you do a burn test, it might show something else. Yeah. You know, you could do a few different tests on it that might tell you individual things. But yeah. I'm not sure if, if there's a medium within all pesticides. Maybe just a microscope as well. Under the microscope, you see the molds, wouldn't you, and anything like that. Yeah, I guess you'd think so. Yeah. The, certainly, the, your powdery mildew is in the moulds, yeah, but yeah. if they haven't flushed it properly, you're not going to see yeah, that. True. I think someone, hopefully listening to this, will either, that's the start of their business, <coughs> or yeah. at the very least, this us. business exists, and they just let us know. Yeah, that would be, be good. Handy. <laughs> if someone could just message us, actually, and say yeah. what you're talking about already exists. And just this remind is me quickly, how did they message us again? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, cannabis History Podcast website or check out Cannabis Tree Podcast's Instagram, which is just Cannabis Tree Podcast yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Don't have a Twitter yet, but I think we get one um, at some point. We'll also just add all the links down onto the description of this as well. Well, we've had this break in time and now we've added Jack into the team and all this sort of things. Maybe we can come up with some new ideas like this roving reporter idea we were talking about the other day. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. Yeah, so just to explain it to Jack again, because Jack wasn't there when we were chatting about it the other day, but uh, it was the kind of concept where maybe we could, like, either we'll ask people that we know that are are sort of friends of ours and stuff or other parts of the country to sort of submit little reports, five-minute sections of sort of audio and from maybe events that are happening around. So So it could be a local, an article in their newspaper of a vape shop that got closed down to a cannabis club having an event in their area or so on and so on. Well, there's a new strain that you've just come across and you want to, Tell yeah. everyone about it and why it's the best thing you've ever smoked, or all the worst, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And then we'd probably just give each one a little listen over the podcast. I would say when we record it next week or the week after, we listen to that week's sort of list submissions, yeah. and then yeah. it kind okay. of gives us further things to chat about because. With me and Sam before, when we were doing the podcast, we were quite limited to just sort of our area to where we're based, you know, and our friends. Yeah. And really, the cannabis scene is so big yeah. that we could incorporate like the rest of England, you know, Ireland. I saw we had listeners in the US. Spain, so yeah. if we had a US listener who's confused about a certain aspect of the UK cannabis scene, 
Yeah. Would you like hit us up, ask a question, and we'll or tell us how it is where they are? Yeah, exactly. Keep us informed on their prices and the going rates and stuff like that. Legalization, you know, the laws changing. Yeah, how it was for you, age fourteen, if you started delving into that world. Uh, yeah, your experience. Because, for um, example, we recently had the a couple of restaurants based in a town where we are raided. Um, they weren't actually holding cannabis from what I know of the situation. They were holding CBD bud of hemp yeah. that had been imported from Italy or Switzerland. So le- legal hemp. So we legal assume it's probably hemp been we the presume, yeah. yeah, we presume that's how it was purchased because otherwise they'd be crazy to market themselves. Yeah. Otherwise, and everything on those menus was always geared back towards CBD, wasn't it? It was, it was, mm. this, it was your CBD potato rosti, for example. Exactly. I don't believe there was a rosti. Exactly. I would have quite liked delicious. Rosti. It would have I been. can really go for one yeah, with, a, yeah. with a little alioli. The strange thing is that they actually uh, seem to be getting charged with Class B possession, seems which I wouldn't have thought was possible, you know, no. if it was the the CBD hemp imported from Switzerland. And on the assumption they was they were certificated when they purchased it to be 0.01%. Um, that seems an excessive uh, an excessive charge. Do you think it's a, a case of they were marketing it in the wrong way? They put too many cannabis connotations to it and they... Yeah. I mean, their brand I on the front door was a leaf. It was said CBD though, right? Uh, it, but surely the connotation, unfortunately... No, I just feel, do, do you bring too much heat on yourself, you know? Yeah. Yes. And, and that's what they've done is, yes. is they've, you know, because they, they've themed the restaurant or the cafe around every meal that is laced with cannabis uh, you know that might be the right f- wrong phrasing that they wouldn't want to hear but no. you know it had cannabis in it yes it had cbd in it was this the one that had the big they had jars in the window at one point yeah, yeah they had jars in the window of cbd bud and yeah. tourists were queuing at the beginning anyway yeah when i just walked past then they the moved it upstairs Right, so and then I they thought they had a cafe where people were yes. able to smoke on yeah. the rooftop. On the rooftop, yeah, and I just feel I loosely turned the word rooftop. It was it was a small outside area consisting of um, enough space for um, eight Europeans or uh, one American. <laughs> um, and then, but their menu is very much geared towards the CBD aspect, uh, certainly from what I browsed. Um, which almost makes it even more of a travesty that they've been shut down, yeah. certainly in the way that they yeah. have, and the charges that they're going to receive, because yeah. a 0.01% THC bud is going to do, no do very little in terms of get you really stoned. But the CBD aspect that, that they were That's actually pushing. proven as well as a medicinal thing now yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. the NHS are giving out cannabidiol. Uh, yeah. In the last that I read that they had... Yeah. particular brand obviously of cannabidiol that they were happy to give out alongside sativex um i say happy to give out I think begrudgingly yeah. you know yeah i'm not sure this definitely doesn't work but there you go anyway mm. yeah. <laughs> how can they be doing that on one hand but also shutting down kitchens that are doing cbd cooking on the other hand it's yeah. crazy well yeah there's, yeah. A, there's huge contradictions which may saying there's no medical benefit and yet her husband has huge shares I in believe, Sativex. I believe <laughs> yeah. her husband no, is no. the largest exporter of medical use cannabis well, in Europe. Well, precisely. Um, what a contradiction. In a country that is, is 
to find us Class B. Yeah, it's it, it's controlling a, a monopoly. Is that like you're being lied to? Oh, somewhat, somewhat. It's like our politicians are deceptive, <laughs> deceitful. <laughs> Boris de Piffle. <laughs> 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 I didn't realise that De Piffle was actually his name. I thought it was uh, like I heard a comedian mention it at some point. Uh, and, yeah. uh, and actually, no, I tell a lie. <laughs> Chester P calls him uh, Boris De Piffle Johnson in some in Chester P for Mayor Doc. I thought it was really funny. I thought he was just making a pun on sort of on his silly, you know, Piffle, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then like Piffweed and all yeah, that. That's and what I thought. So for me, you know, Boris the Piffle is, is set to legalise. In fact, actually, when we were talking with a friend today, yeah. who I think yeah. clued into such things more so than I, uh, he was talking about that he actually believed under the Tory government were far likely to, far more likely than that the Labour government. That surprised me, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It surprised me I a heard lot. Him. Yeah. It's money talks, though, right? Yeah. yeah, and they're the sort of people that would do it purely for money's sake and rather than for the other potential profit p- 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 values of cannabis. The economy's you know. tanking, we better start selling weed. Well, mm. and you can guarantee if, if that plan. was their backup plan... It'd be my backup plan. Yeah, the knock-on the knock on for plan. the... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not first plan. <laughs> not a first plan. <laughs> I, I think you'll see much... Uh, more stringent penalisation of people um, possessing it, say, without some sort of... It might be a licence you have to uh, um, have to s- even to smoke it and buy it, oh. or you're getting it from the dispensaries, you need to proof of purchase, etc. To then the home growers going to get their pants pulled around their ankles. They're, they're not... Sure. It will become more... The legalisation... No, I, I, think I don't necessarily... I, I, I think that would create a real contradiction in the legal system. You know, I, I think they'll isn't tie it up with bureaucracy and red tape. Isn't this what's happened in the States? Um, I, I think that's... I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I've watched documentaries, um, but I don't know. I don't have that personal experience. Although... You know, I did watch a funny documentary about these nuns that were growing weed, and Recent. she had this. Yeah, what do they call themselves? The uh, the sisters of oh, the sacrament. Yeah, that's that's not that, but you know, <laughs> they should the, be called that. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, something, but they were growing weed, and the police were like turning up periodically to just check that they hadn't, they weren't growing over the amount. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they were sort of saying that if we plant them dotted around the garden, you know, they probably won't find all of them. Right. Which seems to be their, yeah. their attitude. I thought it was pretty good. Good plan. Yeah, but it's, it seemed, unless you know, they planted them, of course, in like beds of roses, they might they could stand out. You, you never disguise in a, a bud plant in a bed of roses. Well, I, I think it's you know if you compare it to something like alcohol. Concept. And you know who has the right and the, the to produce alcohol? Yeah. I, th- I think it it gets to that point really. You know, you and I can't just brew beer and then go and sell it. There's various processes and red tape that we need to. But you can have a little home brew, can't you? Well, exactly, mm. and that's you know clearly perfectly reasonable as everyone is that a consenting adult. Yeah, and I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure there is a guideline around volume as well when you're home brewing it. Um, yeah, you just sure sell it as well. I think. Yeah. I think that's one of the rules. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be totally applicable to cannabis as well, wouldn't it? If you could grow at home, but you just weren't. But I think to it's a it's a difficult thing. thing. They must. They have to apply that notion. Yeah. But whether they will or not, 
No. It's another thing. No. Lo logic in our government Tr doesn't seem to go to hand in hand. People no. growing plants in the world seems like a bit of an uphill battle. Trying to stop people fermenting fruit seems yeah. a little. What, like what rights do you have? No. What, you know, well, precisely. But but you know, what if really that people are going to manage to do it because you're able to do it in a small space? Because you know. Yeah. What if those? If you can. If you can squash those small individuals ability to do that you then force them to go to the dispensaries will, will be the end goal um, is dilute the market so much that you force us to go to a dispensary because well, you just you well can't I get away with so it the, f the legality drives you know I'd like to think I would have the finance to go to the dispensary because at least in the dispensary I can go just off the back of the conversation we've had, oh, this is its strength. This is this, the other cannabinoid content. It doesn't have pesticides. It isn't sprayed with spider mite, whatever. It isn't, and so on and so on. Yeah. So, so I just feel that is your incentive to go to the no. dispensary. Sure, if you happen to know a local grower and you can you know, vouch for the fact that they've not sprayed it with some god-awful shit or they've done a bad job or whatever. But I think the incentive is... Well, I want to pay tax on it. I want to be a law-abiding citizen. I want to do all of these things. Yeah. I want it to be clean, and that certifies that it is. Yeah. And and I feel that's you know there's always going to be a black market, but it's it's what incentivizes it, uh, incentivizes people not to be in the. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, a fair point. I think under whole. I'd be happy if we had a dispensary system set up recreational in England, but you'd just be aware of the pricing, you know, because we all know what a fair price for cannabis is or what we'd like to pay for cannabis. And on the whole, if you could go to a shop that was selling it at the price I want to pay for it, and I could have a choice and it could be all clean and you could have a nice interaction with someone buying it and yeah. you're all happy and all that, it'd be lovely, I think. Yeah. And we're there was an article in the Argus was it a few months ago um, reporting on a, a lady in, in our city that um, had multiple sclerosis um, okay. and she basically was looking to grow her own uh, cannabis for uh, pain relief. Um, so she went to her local police department, walked in and declared that she was growing uh, I think it was five, was it five or six cannabis plants? Yeah, 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 I do remember this now. And yeah. she was quoted on saying that she was, had decided to grow her own because now the NHS has released cannabis. I find it interesting that you wouldn't go and ask before you did it, but you would start to do it and then go and grass yourself. Uh, I'm, I'm with That's you on that. interesting to me. I'm with you on that. Uh, I, guess, I guess she was walking in there thinking, if I walk in with nothing but honesty, there yeah. may be they'll take a, a, a slightly less dim view on it and think... If I oh, walk in and I haven't actually started to grow the plants, then just think I'm, I'm a lunatic. I'm with you, but... I better get something going first. I guess where yeah. I was going... <laughs> Showed them that I could do it. Where I was going with this point was she, she quoted that the NHS wanted £1,200 an ounce for her to have medical grade Ooh. marijuana now. Give her bud. You, yes. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. NHS yeah. now yeah. provide. I definitely um, saw in the news. I yeah, wonder what strains and what's well, going it, on it with that. It, it's going to. It's 
they definitely had chosen out strains as far as I remember yeah. as well from seeing the news report ages my memory's quite cloudy on this yeah, one yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah from what I remember they definitely had chosen strains but it could be though like you remember when we looked at the CBD strains there's like a government authorised list of strains that they use with the weird number system there is yeah so I, I bet the Jack Carer's on there. Yeah. That stuff was always certainly in the in the history that uh, of, of the strain that I've ever found. It, it denotes that it yeah, was, it was, was a medical the Dutch use. Medical version, Dutch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, probably because it's high CBD content um, and sativary as well. But I, I suspect it was, it was the I suspect cost. It was high THC then. When the, when it was medical, then that was one of the higher in THC actually yeah, right. so so I think that would speculatively that crazy would be as to why parts. it was heralded because at that point that 12% range was absolutely astronomical yeah, it was not just getting 4-6% yeah. 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 yeah yeah very true but, uh, so my, my point to that was the, the article was saying that this lady couldn't afford to buy it from the NHS but she's I think she's well into her 50s she, multiple sclerosis is debilitating anyhow, so she's not bobbing about to go and meet a local dealer to get a bag, and she probably doesn't know anyone yeah, who she can, thing, hence yeah. why she took it upon herself to go, okay, I'm going to do some research, and I'm going to grow my own so I know what is in it, because it's f specifically for the medical side of it. RSO oils, the bud, the works. Um, y you want to know it's clean, I guess. Um, so she took herself into the police station. And unfortunately was raided. Um, they came around to her house and confiscated all the... the, the they would have to if you just... They would have to if you declared it. I think it does yeah, seem I like a bit of a liberty. Their hand. I mean, clearly you know. this woman's not bowled in there. Um, That's really yeah. unfortunate that she chose yeah. to do that, actually. I, I mean, I don't know. It's easy to say that from my perspective. You know, I, 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 I can only presume that in her situation, actually... It, it can only feel, you know, you're absolutely furious that you feel you should yeah. be able to go and say, look, you know, I should have this. This is makes my life so much more enjoyable and livable, etc. Totally. But I, I, of course, and maybe that is exactly why she went in there with that thinking. I'll well, be so honest that they think, fair enough. Yeah. You've got a fair point. Yeah. On your way, you shouldn't have told there's us. There's no reason yeah, to. Yeah, it just proves how crazy the law is right now, doesn't it, with regard to that, with it being declassified as well, so moved over to med medicinal. She, she was eligible yeah. then for buying it at £1,200 an ounce, and that isn't given to you on the NHS then. I'm, I I'm, I'm so certainly some people are going to get support but, but to buy it and discounted. Definitely. I don't or get if it's it. On prescription. I don't get it because, oh, right, because it's, it's just a prescription. But that's such a large amount of money that I, d I mean, they subsidise it. That's why a prescription is eleven let's, pounds. Let's also speculate. Moment, let's right? also yeah. speculate that they subsidise that the local you pay newspaper for the prescription. Let's yeah. also speculate the local newspaper may exaggerate. Um, <gasps> you lay off the Argus. <laughs> they gave us seriously good coronavirus coverage. <laughs> they did. They did. They did. Albeit <laughs> alarmist, <laughs> but. Yeah. Um, even so, let's assume it's half that amount of money. Who's paying £600 for an ounce? It's un that's unachievable. But that in there lies why I think the severity to the home grow would be so much more severe if they legalised, is the margins in it are huge for them. Because in the black market, we all know, you, you, you know your 160 your 200 quid's going to be where you're at for your, your average ounce. No one's paying six hundred. Yeah. Very rarely, unless it's some. No, I think you're. I think you're putting it massively 
low there actually but really? we could talk about that for a while I yeah think. Uh, that's certainly I, I can only speak from my experience in in, in involved in and around those well, lucky for you possibly <laughs> or possibly not you know let us know well fortunately that 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 uh, i hope that woman didn't get any serious charges against her or She's probably now got a criminal record, uh, you know, who gives a fuck, but... I don't, I think you... You know, she's been criminalised. I think there's four or five plants, so she's probably going to be confiscated um, and slapped over the back of her wrist. I just hope they had enough police officers there to carry all of them out safely. And her. Well, (laughs) of course, straight to jail. (laughs) Into the wagon. (laughs) (laughs) Awful, that's Awful. awful, yeah, yeah. All right, so yeah, it's, it's been a wicked little first get-together of just the three of us. Indeed. I really look forward to many more. I'm buzzing. I've got, I got lots to talk about. Thanks again for tuning in. We've really enjoyed this podcast. It's been wicked getting to know Lucky Jack. Uh, bonjour. Thank you for having me. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. And once again, don't forget, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, CannabisTreePodcast.com. And check out the Instagram and all the lovely pictures we'll be uploading in the coming weeks. Boom, 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 down.